How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase their love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm going to be talking to you today about breaking the silent treatment, the secret to a happier marriage. It's more than likely that you have been on the receiving end of silent treatment or that you yourself have used it on your spouse. I doubt there are many relationships where this hasn't occurred and whether that is in a marriage or other close relationships with family or even in the professional environment. This is not surprising because research has found that it's actually one of the most commonly used tools in a relationship, if you can call it that. However, it can be very destructive and very detrimental. The silent treatment can actually cause emotional and physical distress to you and your spouse and has even been linked to poor mental health. It's an incredibly damaging scenario for obvious reasons. If you're not communicating, then you're not connecting. Connection is key for a strong marriage. Sometimes, in marriage counselling sessions, couples confess that they have barely spoken for days, weeks, months, and sometimes even years. Don't let this happen to you. So why do we use the silent treatment? Let's first look at why. And the reason that is important is because then we can understand what we need to do instead. The reason we resort to the silent treatment is often the result of feeling hurt or dissatisfied about a situation or disagreement. When we do this, we are letting our partner know something is wrong without actually telling them what it is. It can seem easier to withdraw rather than try to communicate effectively with your partner. This passive-aggressive form of behaviour will most likely leave your spouse feeling resentful and confused. And you, you, you know, if they're giving you the silent treatment, you also may feel resentful and confused. Sometimes it can be seen as a part of a demand withdrawal pattern, where the silent treatment occurs due to demands placed by one spouse. I must admit, using the silent treatment was something that I used to do in my relationships. I used it as a way of hoping that my partner would pick up on my disappointment and change. But it backfired. It left me feeling worse, not better. It brought up all my doubts and insecurities about the relationship as we weren't even connecting. I was completely withdrawn. And that doesn't help a relationship. That doesn't help you feel, feel closer. Often I find in couples therapy that the silent treatment is a reflection of underlying problems in the relationship such as dissatisfaction with the relationship, lack of intimacy and connection, poor communication skills. Unfortunately, due to these common marriage problems, an emotional standoff occurs between a husband and wife, a situation where they both think that they are right. Interestingly, this type of behaviour seems more prevalent in couples that have a high intelligence. The silence really persists. An intelligent person generally is very articulate 
and very sure of their conviction of their position. And because of that, they generally justify their decision to use the silent treatment because they know that they are right. And the more that we know we are right, the more difficult it is to break down and, and become um, close again to break, break that silence. Look at or listen to the expert that I'm going to read you now from an email I received. Dear Nicola, I frequently follow your blog on LinkedIn and wanted to ask a quick question. Me and my husband are in a week two of the silent treatment and it's driving me mad. The argument started over something so small. He's a doctor and I'm a lawyer. So we should know better. I don't want to back down because I know I'm right. How do we move forward? Joanne. This is a good example of where, despite the couple being intelligent, they have chosen the wrong tool to deal with their problems. In a courtroom or medical theatre, for example, the need for a professional to be right and justify their decision is paramount. In some cases, it can be a life and death decision. However, it's important to remember a marriage is not a professional setting. Being right and being happy are not necessarily compatible. Your relationship is more important than being right. This is a typical example, the case you know, of Joanne and her husband, of many silent treatment situations, in that it can begin with something small, something trivial. Many couples often can't even remember what led them to have the conflict or to have the, the silent treatment, or sometimes they're too ashamed to admit about what it actually is, where something is often so blown out of proportion. And sadly, if, if the silent treatment isn't broken, then it can persist for days and weeks. And as you do that, the resentment and sadness will continue to escalate if neither partner chooses to change the situation. So it's imperative to look at ways of breaking the silent. So before I tell you exactly what you can do, I'm just going to explain the story of Karen and David. And I've changed their names because of, obviously, confidential reasons and in keeping their privacy. But they argued over something pretty small. So Karen was really tired. She's pregnant. And she was doing all the shopping. And she called David and said, look, I'm going to be coming home with all the shopping. Please, can you help me unload the shopping and unpack the shopping out of the car? David said, yeah, no problem, of course. So when Karen gets home, David's on the phone. And Karen says, you know, can you finish your conversation and come and help me? And he says, yeah, in a minute. And then she gets angry and starts doing it herself. And David gets angry because he thinks, well, why can you not just wait five minutes? Let me just finish my conversation. You've interrupted me mid-flow. She's thinking, why can't he be so selfish? He can speak on the phone any time. I've asked him for his help. I really need his help. I just want to sit down and get everything in. And this argument actually led them into a massive row and then silent treatment for a few weeks. So it's really important to ask yourself, is this worth it? And to ask your spouse, which I'm going to come to at the end, how to break the silent treatment. So here's what you can do. Make a heartfelt apology. Meaningful apologies are vital for a happy married life. You may think that apologising is a sign of weakness, where you've had to compromise your standpoint. Well, in fact, a genuine apology can be immensely powerful. And one of the first steps to healing 
problems within a relationship. Do not underestimate the influence it can have on your marriage and in your marriage if compassion is shown. The problem is, unfortunately, we're not always equipped to offer a genuine apology. As children were forced to apologise to things like snatching a toy or misbehaving, these apologies are meaningless, as usually at such an age we don't have a good understanding of what we're actually apologising for. Apologising is a sign of strength in a marriage. What is useful to understand is that apologies show strength in a person. A genuine apology between two people, or even on the greater scale, such as between countries, can heal embarrassment and engender compassion. Regrettably, our needs for success and to win can often work in opposition to this. It can actually ruin what we need to do for the sake of the relationship. It actually takes humility and the ability to be vulnerable to admit that perhaps we're not right, perhaps we were wrong, perhaps we had some part to play in causing the standoff and the subsequent silent treatment. Apologising is such an important factor in order to move forward and build bridges as it opens the doors and line of communication for you and your spouse to reconnect. Many positive things can occur following an apology, even if the consequences of your spouse's actions still remain. The act of apology, apologising and consequent forgiveness can really pave the way to mending bridges and achieving harmony in your marriage. It can prevent both of you from holding on to resentment towards each other. Resentment really is repressed anger and destroys relationships, so you definitely don't want to hold on to any resentment. Through my marriage counselling work, I find that the more couples insist on being right, the more unhappy they generally are. I know this relationship advice is stating the obvious. It's basic common sense to apologise. However, I find in couple therapy and close relationships that often what makes sense, we, you know, often don't do. So I really hope that this has been helpful to you and inspires you to let go of being right and to choose a better, more effective solution in the future. Choose love over being right. In the couple counselling work I do, I basically get the couples to share how they would love their partner to break them out of the silent treatment. For some, it's an apology. For others, it's a hug, a kiss, back massage. And for some, it's actually using humour and making a joke and laughing. So knowing this and knowing what your partner needs and what's going to help them to break the silent treatment can be really, really crucial to becoming close again. If you are disconnected right now and you believe that an apology just won't cut it, then take advantage of my free Save Your Marriage consultation. All you need to do is go to my website to book. It's at www.savemymarriageprogram.com and forward slash consult and you can have access to my online diary and to book your free 30-minute consultation. And what we'll do is we'll discover where you are now, where you want to be in your relationship, overcome any challenges that you have, discuss ways to address them, and I'll give you, listening to your personal history and in your personal specific case, is I'll make a recommendation of one thing you can do straight away to start improving your marriage that will be specific to you and your situation. So, and if you haven't yet downloaded my free quiz, I encourage you to 
check that out because there I list 30 of the most common marriage problems and how you can start addressing them. So to get the quiz, it's www.savemymarriageprogram forward slash quiz. Well, I hope this has been useful to you. From my heart to yours, have a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness.